It's a beautiful day. Hi there, Alan Ray Enriquez here for another episode of Ray of Light. Join me this episode as we talk about spirituality, meditation, yoga, fitness, movement. Only here on Ray of Light. Hey boys and girls and welcome to another episode of Ray of Light. My name is Alan. Happy Easter everyone. And today's episode, I'm here to talk about rumination. And how do we handle overthinking, recurrent thoughts, self-defeating thoughts? How do we handle them? By definition, rumination is a deep or considered thought about something. And in the homily a while ago, the priest mentioned about Mary rushing in towards the sepulcher, towards the tomb where Jesus, the risen Lord, um, was laid. And when Jesus greeted her, A young man mentioned that Jesus is risen. She sees that the stone is rolled back and even the clothes or the linen that covered his body was neatly laid on the tomb and the priest added that the young man may actually be Jesus and talked about grief there is a Easter is like what we are experiencing right now we are on the verge of accepting what is at present and we are still bargaining the things that we are used to doing before the pandemic 
and that is um, shall we say the 40 days of Lent remember what you did um, during Lenten season what were the sacrifices that you did um, to observe Lent and then you celebrated you're celebrating we are celebrating Easter and what are the things that we used to celebrate before COVID and what is the difference today in connection with the homily when Mary Magdalene was looking for the Jesus that she's used to talking to why is it so hard like for for Thomas when when Jesus was risen and he would only believe that Jesus is alive and is risen if he could lay his fingers inside his wounds why do we need a proof for us to quote and unquote move on because remember moving on is another discussion (laughs) and the priest mentioned that we are used to the fact that Jesus suffered and we are used to the sight of a Jesus suffering of Jesus wounded of Jesus covered in blood while now it is Easter and Jesus is risen and when you see there is in Christ why can't we celebrate the shining light of the risen Lord that was the message of the priest in his family and going back to the discussion of rumination and in relation to my previous you know discussion about spirituality about woodenology about being the victim why do we keep on repeating the same mistakes and we wish to 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 move on it's earmarked there <laughs> that moving on is part of the process however the lingering part is quite long and that is grief we're talking about so there there's the five stages of grief if you remember there's denial anger bargaining depression and acceptance and before acceptance the last stage of grief the denial anger bargaining and the depression is a very muddy (laughs) process that we will encounter and that is also the part where rumination takes place I was looking for 
a good term in connection to overthinking, connection to self-limiting beliefs, or self-defeating talk, or even those lingering thoughts. How do we even deal with it? And according to Medical News Today, ruminating thoughts are excessive and intrusive thoughts about negative experiences and feelings. A person with a history of trauma may be unable to stop thinking about the trauma, for example, while a person with depression may persistently think negative self-defeating thoughts. And so, I want to touch on first with individuals with mental health conditions. It is unique for a mental health, um, for, for an individual suffering a mental health condition, or let me just say not suffering, but is... Um, an individual that has a mental health condition so say for example um, someone who is depressed or someone or someone suffering with depression with anxiety or with post-traumatic stress disorder is that correct PTSD post-traumatic stress disorder there It's a very wide spectrum, and therefore, you don't expect uh, one kind of, of, of how people ruminate things. And we're talking about the mental health um, conditioned individuals. But how about those who have the tendency of overthinking? And let me just read it here. When it comes to ruminating thoughts, or there are triggers. And what are the triggers? It was, um, it was enlisted here. A specific stressor, such as a failed relationship, a recent traumatic event, perfectionism, low self-esteem, an upcoming stressful event such as final exams or a major performance, facing a fear or phobia such as a person with a fear of needles having a blood test, and awaiting information about a potentially life-changing event such as medical test results or a loan approval. And that's why I decided to talk about rumination is the fact that we are in this pandemic era we hold on to the pre-COVID times when we 
are safe to go out without the masks, without the shields, without the alcohol. Meaning to say the 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 isoprofil, the isoprofil, or the what's that? The seventy percent alcohol, not the ones that you drink, of course. And it has been a year since the world changed over time. At least in their country, it's already a year when there's a nationwide lockdown. And now it is localized in certain areas. But still, in Metro Manila, we have the extended community quarantine. Or, sorry, extended um, enhanced community quarantine. Where there is um, curfew hours. And you're not supposed to go out unless if you're trying to buy essential goods. And about 80 to 90% of the population here in Metro Manila is already affected or infected with the virus. I have yet to discuss um, our experience in the family with COVID-19. But let's go back to rumination. When it comes to rumination, it is quite different and it will it might linger to certain mental health conditions such as depression so when it comes to depression there are self-defeating thoughts the feeling of unworthiness not good enough or doomed to fail for those suffering anxiety it's all about specific fears and scanning of of scanning um, one's thoughts of things that might go wrong for the obsessive compulsive disorder people with OCD may feel overwhelmed and may engage in repetitive rituals over and over and over again until they feel safe. For those with phobias, when they encounter the source of the phobia, then ruminating thoughts happen. For those with schizophrenia, there may be 
a distraction of intrusive voices and hallucinations. And while I talk about individuals with mental health conditions, let me just explain that this podcast specializes on on things because I am clinically diagnosed with anxiety and PTSD and that is why I kept on talking about it. So, in connection with the homily, why, let me revisit what the priest mentioned when the young man, aka Jesus, the recent Lord, met Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene was looking for the suffering Christ. And Jesus would ask, the, the risen Lord asks, why look for the person that was when the person is already here, risen, completely new, and soon will join his father? In connection with, the, um, with this crisis that we uh, have, why do we keep on looking back on the pre-COVID situations? And the main answer is we have that fear of going out of our comfort zone. And no one is blaming us of wanting to be in the comfort zone because it's called as such because we are comfortable in it we are comfortable inside it and going out means that fear of the unknown that fear of being hurt again that fear of a lot of things that may happen good or even bad and ruminating thoughts will lead us to thinking of bad things rather than, you know, expecting good ones. Because that, that is how we were conditioned. The power was taken away from us because one there's that the fear of the unknown and don't worry we're getting there and there's also that fear of not knowing what to do next so that's the fear of unknown just the same and recalling the the stages of grief we need to undergo that painful process and that is why we talk about Lent the 40 days it might be long for those thinking oh my god I have to stop eating meat or I have to eat or to to lessen my meal intake to two meals rather than three meals And think about it, it's 
our worry is based on our privilege. And that's also why we need to practice compassion and empathy when it comes to and I know it's quite hard because we are still on this shared trauma and yet I demand or I ask of compassion and empathy it's quite natural for us to because this is already it's not about resilience it's more of surviving and that is why we look at our nuclear family the the people in our immediate circle however everything is connected everyone is connected the choice of someone in power affects those individuals without influence without power without title without money and that is why it's so hard to think of or even feel (laughs) because everything is conflicting and the priest mentioned that it's a it's an unknown grief because we're used to seeing meaning to say we're used to our senses knowing who our enemy is and this invisible enemy COVID has taken our power because A loved one who is with COVID we will see them suffering and because of restrictions of protocols of of course we we would like to protect ourselves as well we hand them over to the best medical practitioners to the to our frontliners but unfortunately, not everyone survives. And what happens is, we couldn't even give that proper mourning or that proper ceremony of, 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 of a lost, uh, of, uh, of a loved one who left us because of the fear of the disease and so a loved one that we hope we can hold we might receive them later on as ashes and that is already an unknown grief because we couldn't even channel where our grief should be directed to it's we are used to having in any communication we're used to having a recipient on how we feel on how we 
think and not seeing not feeling not not sensing not smelling not not hearing not touching confuses our very own um limited senses so how do we deal and it's ironic because it's easter we wanted to celebrate that the lord has risen but has our spirit also risen because right now hope is quite limited and so here are the tips that may be helpful in stopping ruminating thoughts number one avoid rumination triggers and that is one thing that I really avoided knowing that we know who or what or where or how our triggers would be then we bring back our power number two spend time in nature in metro manila how then i call on the plantitos and the plantitas please share your plants to those who are in need exercise and i couldn't stress this enough in any mental health condition in any <clears throat> physical um, condition exercise really plays a part in 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 keeping the body then the mind then the spirit healthy distraction find some things that are complex or maybe something that is fun challenging and that could offer a sense of relief next is interrogation when it comes to interrogation this is more on questioning oneself that for example for someone who is a perfectionist <clears throat> a perfectionist at this point <laughs> should also learn that he or she cannot attain perfection in this time of pandemic increase self-esteem how do you increase your self-esteem if the question goes back last one is the meditation the meditation might be hard at first but it will help gain control of your own thoughts of your self-limiting beliefs of ruminating thoughts 
going back to increasing self-esteem that is why there is an increase of mental health um, <clears throat> lines lifelines shall I say the teleconsultation is peaking these days <clears throat> because it will help identify one's triggers and how to deal with them and it helped a lot in my case for over a year and still I am in touch with my psychologist and my psychiatrist whenever there is a need and this is in relation with the spiritual journey that I have been you know doing since yeah three weeks ago and on a personal note having this clarity doesn't mean you're enlightened meaning to say you have all the answers to a lot of questions being enlightened doesn't mean you have the solutions and having that clarity doesn't mean that you won't feel um, sadness, pain anymore because clarity also means pain because now you are more perceptive of of things and pain is just one is is just part of the process of of gaining clarity and it's our choice it's my choice to go back to the old ways to the old habits and that is also a question of the small s self and the big s self meaning to say the the ego or the true self and clarity doesn't mean more answers sometimes it's more questions that's what has been happening lately to end this topic ruminating thoughts you don't find an end to it you find a solution you deal with it experience it firsthand by being responsible to oneself do not seek validation outside and again do not mistake validation to 
the social media. This is more of talking to medical practitioners, to those in the mental health institution. The professionals are there to help. And maybe, just maybe, other therapists that are not you know, therapists, therapies that are unconventional might even help. So try not to limit yourself from for, for solutions. But the point is, you're working hard for yourself to gain and bring back your power that was lost, that was taken away from you. And that is why... We continue on this rumination and hopefully hopefully in your journey of, of regaining your power you will lessen overthinking you will lessen rumination thank you so much for listening this has been Alan of Ray of Light good day just listen to another episode of Ray of Light. Join me next weekend as we talk more about spirituality, meditation, yoga, fitness, and others. Only here on Ray of Light.